0: Welcome to the e-commerce podcast with Matt Edmondson,
1: a show that brings you regular interviews, tips, and tools for building your business online. Well, hello. and welcome to the e-commerce podcast with me, your host, Matt Edmondson, a show all about how to grow your own online business. Yes, every week I get to talk to amazing people, literally from all over the world about e-commerce. And I just get to ask them all kinds of crazy questions about what they know and pick their brains and how it's gonna help us develop online. And today is no exception. Let me tell you, I am excited about today. Guest because we had a, bre- a, a, bre- a great uh pre-call chat. So I know uh it's gonna be great stuff. We've got a very special guest, digital marketing, and uh Etsy expert. And let me tell you, that's not easy to say. Uh Nancy Badillo. Now, Nancy works with Etsy sellers who want to build a thriving Etsy business and embrace the entrepreneurial adventure. And today, Nancy is going to be with us, yes, and she's going to tell us what we need to know uh, on how to build our own Etsy business, how to differentiate it, and how, and this, I am super excited about, how to use Pinterest marketing to promote an Etsy store. Oh yes, Uh, all of the notes from today's show will be available as a free download on our website. So just head on over to mattedmondson.com and you can download them. Uh, now, that's, that's all coming up. So let me just play this little sponsor video and I'll be right back. Let me take just a few seconds here to tell you about my brand new e-commerce course uh, that is perfectly designed for those of you who are looking to build your own online business, right? I know it's gonna work well for you guys because we deep dive into the process that I use to build my own e-commerce businesses. We're gonna look at the six key elements that you need to be aware of for building a successful online store. I'm utterly convinced it'll make a huge difference to your business. I am I am super proud of it, let me tell you. And it is brand new for 2020. It's called the e-commerce masterclass. You can check out what other people think about the course. You can find out more information on my site at mattedmondson.com. Oh yes, do check that out. Now if you're watching the show on Facebook Live or even on Ketchup or on YouTube. Uh, you know, all the million places that we put this podcast, don't forget uh, to like the video, ask your questions and give us your ideas in the comments. And if you can, why not share it out? Now, without further ado, should we bring on today's guest? I think we should. So I'm just going to click this button on my pad here. Nancy, welcome to the show. It's great that you're here. Thanks for taking the time to join us all the way from, well, just from across the pond, really, aren't you? (laughs)
0: Yes, I'm in Chicago. Thank you so much for having me, Matt. I'm so excited to be here. Hi everyone. And thanks again.
1: (laughs) Yeah, no problem. I'm, I'm more excited. I think it's great. So how's, (laughs) how's it, um, how's COVID doing in, in Chicago?
0: You know what we have, we, we were doing really well over the summer and it's kind of like increasing again. In Chicago, Mm -hmm. Um, hopefully with the cold weather, people will stay in and then we should see another decrease. Um, For the most part, you know, I stay at home. My husband has um, a tumor in his head. Uh. So for us, we can't be he has a compromised immune system. So for the most part, we do stay at home and my son does go to daycare. So that's a little scary right now. Um, But so far, so good in, in my household. Um, but I know that for us over here in Chicago is it is increasing a little bit. Oh wow.
1: Well yeah. that sounds insane. I mean, uh, you know, you know, COVID is 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 crazy all over the world. But um, you know, thoughts and prayers with you guys for for dealing with that under COVID. That's 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 some and is that why you run your home based business? Is that why you do all this from home? Uh, because of your husband?
0: No, actually, I've been doing um digital marketing for eleven years. Okay. And I was working for eleven years as well, a full time job. And then when COVID hit um, on March 24th, I got let go of my job. My oh, wow. job let me go. I was working from home. They did let me work from home because of my husband having brain surgery last year, doing chemo and radiation. So I've been working from home and still doing my side hustle. But when they let me go, honestly, I had to switch my mind and say, okay, I really gotta. Even though I was taking it serious already. I had almost said to myself, I have no safety net anymore. And I have to literally change what I'm doing because it's not working. I'm not making enough to make a living every day, yeah. right? To make pay my bills and help my husband because he wasn't working. So when I did that mind shift, um, and not to kind of jump the gun, but to jump the, the, to the jump show. the gun, yeah, go. <laughs> But in the first 30 days. I went from barely making money every month, you know, like up and down. It wasn't a steady to making 26000 in 30 days. Just just switching my mindset is wow. just incredible. But I've been working from home for 11 years. This is actually my first time since March to now that I have been able to work my regular job, my hustle full time. Wow than ever before yeah
1: so now it's your a- side hustle I love that phrase every the side hustle <laughs> there are so many people with online businesses actually who are going to be listening to you who have got mm-hmm. a side hustle and yeah. they're going to be listening to that and going well goodness me you you did that for a while and then you know through a series of well you know not helpful events let's just call them yeah. that right you mm-hmm. know um you you kind of turn this side hustle into full-time business and within the first first 30 days made 26 grand I mean that you've got to be stoked with that right you you must have looked at that and felt like you were dreaming
0: it did and to be quite honest a lot of times we kind of like self-sabotage ourselves because i made that much money and that's a lot of money that's mm-hmm. like half of what i made in my regular job yeah for yearly and i still was doubting myself it's crazy like <laughs> a month in exactly a month in april 24th my job called me back and they're like we want to hire you again they got like that small business loan. And I honestly had more anxiety that day than when they let me go. I oh, was wow. like, okay, should I go back? Should I just continue this full time? And I honestly like had to think about it the full day. Cause they needed an answer right away because they're trying to rehire their staff again. And if I don't, if I say no, they're going to give it to someone else. And I remember saying to myself, okay, if this was my son, Jordan, and he just made 20,000, 26, even 15,000. And he told me, Mom, should I go back to my regular job? Even though I loved my job, but it was digital marketing as well. But would I tell him that? No, I would tell him, No, you're crazy. You just had the best <laughs> month of your life. Why would you go back?
1: Absolutely.
0: And recycle. And that's literally the same advice I had to give myself because you self sabotage yourself. You really mm. do. And then I was like, You know what? I'm not coming back. And it has been the best decision I've already made over wow. six figures. Um, it, yeah, it's, it's just your mindset, really.
1: Oh, Congratulations. So that's, Thank you. I mean, this, we're going to get into your story a little bit more and uh, <laughs> I'm going to pick your brains about the secrets and the stuff that you've learned. Uh, but right off the bat, that is an awesome story. And I'm stoked. For, I'm really pleased because um, I love hearing those kind of stories, you know, where, where something bad happens and you turn it around and your life has changed mm-hmm. as, for the better as a result. And that's a lot of stories. But I just want to pick your brains a little bit about the side hustle idea. Why, why did you decide to do a side hustle? What started you on that particular road?
0: You know what? Um, I always been one of those people that I take a lot of risks. Like I don't think about the consequences, I just do as I go, which is a good thing and it's a bad thing in life mm-hmm. um, because you can make the wrong decisions that cost you years of issues. So in, um, 2007, you know, when the recession came in, sure. especially in the U S um, in 2000, um, I had bought a house. So in 2009, the job that I was working at, um, they went bankrupt and I was working at a job. I was going to school full-time. I wanted to be a dermatologist and I was paying my house, having a full-time job in full-time school. That's a lot for like a 23 year old. Yeah. And because I've been on my own since I was 14, that's all I know. And it's like, take care of myself. I've never really had the advice of someone tell me, why don't you just focus on school? When you're done with that, then you go for the house, then you go afford everything else that you want. I was doing everything at once. So when the recession hit, I lost my home. I had to stop school because I couldn't afford it. I was paying school out of my pocket. I was going to DePaul University, mm-hmm. which is a very expensive school. Um, so I had it pretty much stop everything from there. And when I, when I lost my home, when I had to stop school, I had to get three jobs to kind of even pay rent or even try to save the house. After that, I started um, searching online about making money because I knew that was kind of like when it had, I think a lot of people didn't know about making money online, but was kind of like starting to buzz. Yeah, I just didn't know anyone. I didn't know about Gary Vee. I didn't know about any coaches. I was really fairly new to it, so I just decided, let me look it up and see. And I swear, I just started looking it up. I started learning about blogging, and then I started learning about affiliate marketing. The first time I made money was like a penny through Google Adsense, and I got <laughs> so excited because I was like, oh my god, I just made a penny! Like, how can I make more? And and then I started meeting people, um, spending time on summits. And I started learning, but with me, I'm a slow learner. It takes me longer to learn things, Um, especially because I'm already, I have three jobs trying to support myself, trying to do this on the side. I'm sacrificing every weekend. You know, if I come home at five, guess what? From six to one in the morning, I'm learning and learning, fail, you know, try this. I fail, try that. I fail affiliate marketing. I fail. I did this. My account got suspended. I did this. I, I try to grow this account. It got suspended too. Cause I'm like spamming. I, it It's just all these mistakes. Right. And now I view them as win or learn. You either learn or you win. Back then I used to view them as fail, 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 but I kept going. And wow. This-
1: that's fantastic. I mean, you're a woman after my own heart here, Nancy. I've got to say, I just love the fact you kept going. You just kept doing it and kept trying. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's brilliant. And I, I I just I wish a lot of more people had that spirit that you know let's just yeah. in England we call it the bulldog spirit the British bulldog do you know oh. what I mean we just want to keep going and keep going mm-hmm. and uh, I I just wish more people had it so yeah. that's what you did and that's that's why you set the site. I mean <laughs> you're losing your house right I mean that's quite a big reason and I can I can attest mm-hmm. to the fact that a lot of people now watching um, or listening to the show will be like. They're in a similar situation in the current Mm -hmm. crisis that we're in. Mm -hmm. Would you, and they're thinking, I'm thinking of setting up a side hustle. Would you you tell them to go for it?
0: Yeah, especially if you know that you're good at something. I think the best advice I would give them is find something that you're really good at and then become the industry leader in that particular area. I think the biggest mistake I made, which is not a mistake now, because I'm using all of those things I learned to my career now, But the biggest mistake I made, I was all over the place and I didn't really put myself out there as an expert niche in anything. Mm -hmm. On top of that, I'm an introvert. So for many years, I was behind the scenes. I was never in front of a camera. I never did YouTube. Now I have a YouTube channel with 40,000 subscribers, but I never did stuff like that because I was too scared to do it. So if you find something you really love, it will work. You just got to put in the work, but eventually it will grow into something.
1: And so uh, the YouTube channel, you said you've got a YouTube Mm -hmm. channel for uh, 40,000 subscribers. Now, Mm -hmm. um, was that, is that 40,000 since you, you know, you started full-time on your business or is that something you've slowly built over the last few years?
0: Slowly built the last two years. Mm -hmm. So um, like I mentioned before, I was all over the place. And I know later we're going to talk a little bit more about XE and how I got started. But when I got started with XE, I noticed that there weren't too many people doing XE like coaching, like helping people grow their business because I was searching for that and I couldn't find anyone. Mm -hmm. So I changed my niche and became an Etsy coach and use all those skills I have learned from my past to help build build, um, online businesses online, basically. And when I did that, um, it's really funny. I want to share this with people because a lot of people out there tell me that it's like they want to start a YouTube channel, but they're scared because they don't want to put their face in camera. If you go back to my YouTube channel, I have over almost 600 videos right now. But if you go back like a year and a half ago, every single video is like a screenshot of my computer. I just gave a lot of value, but I never recorded myself. I didn't put my thumbnails on my YouTube channel. It was like other people's pictures. Um, That's how I started. Uh, I was like baby steps. I'm like, okay, I'll do a video. I'll record the screen. As long as I'm providing lots of value, people will come back. And I just started providing value through videos and critiques, like free critiques of people's store. And then from there, I got the momentum and you build confidence. And I got the momentum. And now this year, I was like, okay, that's it. I want people to know who I am because if people know who you are, they buy from you, they like you, they trust you. So I started doing introductions on my face and doing videos and putting my picture in my thumbnail. And that actually did the the change. I I remember a couple of days ago, I was looking at a post last year in September, I was at 10,000 followers. And then this year in September, I had reached like 38. I'm like, wow, I grew oh, wow. that much. So that does make a big difference when you put yourself out there.
1: Yeah. No, mm-hmm. and that's great advice. I like that. Just start. Just start with baby steps and you, you know, you never know what's gonna happen, right?
2: Exactly. And,
1: um, I, I really like that. Now, you brought up Etsy, and I want to get into Etsy because I've not had anyone on the show talk about Etsy before. And we should definitely talk about Etsy because it is <laughs> a big deal. Um, and for those you know, four people on the planet that are listening to the show that do- doesn't know what Etsy is. Just give us a brief explanation of what Etsy is.
0: Of course. So Etsy is like e-commerce platform where you could go and buy handmade items. So everything you buy there is, is personalized or customized by the seller. So there's no reselling allowed on Etsy. So it's not like Amazon that you could go buy something at a store and then resell it on Amazon. It doesn't work that way. Um, And what's really nice is that everything is, like I mentioned, is personalized. So you could pretty much get anything personalized for your wedding, for your party, for your event. Um, Pretty much anything you could think of, they sell on Etsy. And they also sell vintage. So if you have anything that's 20 years and older, then you could sell as well. And then supplies. But mostly, majority of sellers, they, they sell handmade items.
1: Hand, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, so mm-hmm. I, I, and it's great. And I've bought stuff off Etsy in the past, which mm-hmm. is very personalized stuff. You get your name right. put on a journal or something like that. And so exactly. that's the mm-hmm. platform. So how, do, why, how did you get started on Etsy then? And why, why did you choose Etsy?
0: You know what? It just goes back to what I was saying earlier. I just jump into things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this fret. is going
1: to be the answer for a lot, isn't it? I just had to go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I no, love it. Love it.
0: So everything. So 2014, I got engaged to my husband. And one of my friends were like, oh, you should go to XE and buy, you know, wedding stuff. I'm like, what is this store? Like, I never heard of XE." So I went to Exy. And keep in mind, I'm a digital marketer. So I'm already thinking like my brain goes in circles when I go to a new site and think about ideas of what I could do to make money. So I go in there, I'm like, huh, look at all these beautiful things. And then I'm like, okay, I'm not an artist. Okay. So then I keep scrolling. I buy a couple items. I buy like a wedding invite, a sitting shirt, a couple things. But what really piqued my curiosity is that when I buy these items, I bought it from the person. I pay like $65. I got like five files. I buy it. I'm the one that's going to edit the file. Mm-hmm. I'm the one that's going to take it to Kinko's, you know, whatever printing services in your city or country. I'm going to go print it out. This person really didn't do, they did work. I'm not saying it's no work, yeah, but yeah, what I'm saying yeah, yeah. is they're not doing the additional work. I'm doing everything myself as a bride. And I'm thinking to myself, ah, that like gave me an aha moment, you know? Okay. And then from there, I started researching the stores and I started, no- instead of shopping for my wedding, I'm researching. And I started noticing all yeah. these stores That are making like six figures. No, no problem. Six figures selling digital downloads or digital prints. And I'm like, I could do that. Like I never shipped anything, so I didn't want to get into the shipping. But I like the fact that somebody could buy a file from you and you don't do anything else. Yeah. I was like, that's brilliant. Like a digital product. So I created my first store after I got married. I was like, okay, once the wedding is done. I created my store like 2016, late 2016. It was like October. I created my first store. I didn't know what I was doing. I'm not a graphic designer. So what I ended up doing is I went to Word document, typed in a quote, save it as a JPEG, and uploaded it to Etsy. And I was selling prints for like five dollars. No principles. I swear to God. Wow. The only issue with that was. I was using a lot of copyright stuff because I saw everyone else do it on XC. And I just thought it was like legit, like you could do it, like you could grab um, This Girl's on Fire by Alicia Keys, like, a, a you know, part of the a lyric and put it as a quote.
1: Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I was
0: doing that and I was making money. I think my first month I made over one hundred and two dollars. And then the month after that, I was making like three hundred. And the reason why I was getting hit with copyright and infringements Is because I know how to market myself. So I was all over the internet marketing it correctly. And that's why I was getting hit with, hey, this is intellectual property. So to kind of like wrap it up from there, I was like, okay, I have a thousand listings that I created, right? I had a thousand listings, a thousand. It's really easy when you're just copying quotes and saving them. You could do like (laughs) 20 per day. I kid you (laughs) not. If you're overachiever like me, you could do a lot.
1: Oh, wow. So
0: I remember starting all over again. And I was like, okay, let me get rid of these quotes because my store is going to get shut down. So then I started selling wedding and party events. And then from there, I started learning how to create those type of items, even though I'm not an artist, even though I'm not tech savvy. And that's kind of how it started. And from there, the first year I made over 21,000 with a job. While um, I wasn't pregnant yet, my second story was when I was pregnant. But you know, through the whole process of that. But that's kind of how I got started.
1: Oh wow, <laughs> wow! So that it was as simple as that. I mean, you know, so I I love this because so often people complicate it in their heads, right? It's got to be of a certain mm-hmm. thing. But you are literally just creating a, a document in Word, a quote in yeah. Word, using a nice font, I assume. So you know, it's exactly. formatted nicely. You're saving that, What is a PDF? And then you're uploading yes, that it to Etsy. Yeah,
0: a PDF, yep.
1: Mm-hmm. And people are buying it.
0: And people were buying it, exactly. Wow. Because, wow. <laughs> you know, I didn't know about any other tools. and never created anything handmade. So for me, that was like, oh, okay, I could do it here. But then now, obviously, there's a lot of tools and other things. But, yeah, it was just that simple to kind of get started.
1: So if... um I guess if someone's listening to this and they're thinking, I want to start a side hustle, that sounds remarkably simple. Is it still that simple or has it got a little bit more complex in the last four years?
0: It is simple to create the products. I think what's more complex is getting the traffic and, and growing your brand. That's what's more complex because creating a store, um, especially if you've if you've never done it before, with the tools that are available right now, um like let's say canva.com is one of the tools that i recommend in my course sure. it's just amazing you could just go in there and create printables you don't need word document i just started with that cuz i have no idea of anything else but <laughs> but there's so many simple tools you could buy a licensed graphic design that you could buy and add to your pieces so you don't need to be an artist that's one of the biggest misconceptions. people think i need to be an artist yeah. i need to be tech savvy so this won't work it it will work and it's that simple I think, like you mentioned, the complex part of it is the marketing aspect of it.
1: Yeah. And so, Mm -hmm. um, okay, so there's two sides, I suppose, to this. There's the the development of the products, which is still straightforward. The marketing, as with all things digital marketing, has moved on, and we've just got to rethink some of our thinking. And we're going to get into Pinterest marketing specifically Mm -hmm. uh, in just a few minutes. But I've got a few questions about Etsy before we get there. Um, So if you're listening, do stay connected because we're going to get into the Pinterest thing. I'm super excited by it. so who who should have an Etsy store? I mean that that I appreciate that's quite a broad question, but how would you answer that?
0: I think it just depends on your on what you want to achieve. If you want to create a store where you make like a side hustle, meaning you know a hustle for me is like you know I want to grow a a brand. That's what my side hustle always was. But if you want to do something on the side that you're just making extra income every month. Just an extra four, five, six hundred dollars a six hundred dollars a month, then you could create like a digital store because it doesn't doesn't um, require so much work from your end in the sense of creating the product all the time. You don't have to ship anything to the customer. It's very relatively cheap to get started. So if you look in it in that perspective, you could do that. If you want to build a brand, as you know, Matt, in order to build a brand build a company under your name, people start recognizing you, that does take a lot of work. That yeah. means that you know you could open a store, but then you will need to brand yourself. Yeah. And then I think, again, to kind of answer your question as well, this is good for anyone, whether you're trying to make a side hustle and just make a few hundred dollars a month, or you actually have talent and you you create, I don't know, jewelry, or you create candles, or you have something really special that you know that you want to get started, XC is a great platform because it's really easy to get started. It's really easy to maneuver and and build your store within one day. And on top of that, they give you building traffic when you first start. So even if you don't have branding and all these other things, you could kind of work on that while you're still getting traffic from XC. So X is pretty good for anyone out there that either wants to do a part-time, like a side hustle, or they want to do something for real, for real. It just depends on where you're at.
1: Okay. So uh, basically anyone (laughs) (laughs) is what we're saying. Yeah. yeah. So I'm going to give you two scenarios. Can we, can we run a few scenarios here? Um, so scenario number one, right. Um, my son is now just recently started university. Okay. My eldest at university, uh, is causing me a few issues. Because in my head, I'm still at uni, right? So I don't, I don't feel like I'm old enough to have a child who's attending university. I just don't. But that's, an, you know, that's a personal thing. I've got to get over that. Now, he uh, obviously needs to finance his way through uni, right? So Mm -hmm. he's got to make some money. And typically a student in the UK would look to do something like um, a coffee shop job, you know, be a barista, uh, Mm -hmm. work in a restaurant or something like that. It's a kind of the standard Mm -hmm. thing. And I'm like saying to Josh, Josh, why don't you set up an online business, right? Because dad knows e-commerce and let's think about that. I'm thinking now, should he think about actually setting up an Etsy store? And what sort of things could he look at doing?
0: I think it comes it it comes down to what you are good at but I will say this you don't have to be g- good at something naturally to sell. So for instance when I started selling the wedding invites I was never in the wedding industry I was never you know it just I started doing it and you get better at it and then you start being more creative so it doesn't necessarily mean that you have to be really good at something to create something. Mm-hmm. You could find passion in something you never thought you would like me, like I found passion on XC. I never thought I would find passion on XC it just mm. happened. So if he doesn't have anything concrete, like let's say he draws right now, he knows how to draw, yeah. then he could do portraits on XC and sell those, right? Cause that's handmade. They're giving you a picture, you're drawing it. That's ha- that's considered handmade. It could be a digital product. They just don't, they just buy it. You send them to them through like a, a JPEG or PDF and then they just print it themselves. So it could be something that's simple, yeah. taking something that he's good at. Or it could be something like a lot of young kids do T-shirts. I know my niece does, it. she has a T-shirt shirt on Etsy. <laughs> and she was not like an expert, you know, on T-shirts, but she's taken my course, and she's got inspired, and now she knows how to do print-on-demand, and she's doing all these things, and she actually is going to school for hair, and that pays her bills. I mean, it it works. Fantastic. And who knows? Fantastic. That might her skills in the future, right? To yeah. run her own hair shop. And you learn so many things just from running your own business. So it could just be something like that, like something you never thought you would do. She never thought she would do t-shirts. But now she does all these like boss babe t-shirts and cute girl stuff, empowerment. And she's doing really good.
1: Oh, uh, well, that's fantastic. That's just <laughs> more good stories. I love it. So let's take um, let's take something a little bit more tangential. Let's use me as an example, right? Mm-hmm. Now, um, like you, I have a course, right? I have an online course on how to set up mm-hmm. and run an e-commerce business, which is great, you know, especially at the moment. A lot of people are using it, um, for obvious reasons with COVID. Now, when I come to think about how I'm going to market this course, what I don't do, um, is I it never, I have to be honest, it never enters into my head. Oh, Etsy could be an interesting platform to do something on that builds at mm-hmm. least an awareness because you're not going to sell the course necessarily, but you could do exactly. something which builds an awareness. Mm-hmm. Well, should that be something that I think about or not? Or is that just way too tangential?
0: I think if you if you are just starting out and you need to build brand awareness, why not? It's just another, another place. Mm. It's relatively very cheap to start Etsy. It's not going to cost you a lot of money. Um, and what you could essentially do is that, like you said, you're not going to sell your course there because it's not something that meets the criteria of XE, but what you could sell is, um, PDF files where you teach people 10 tips, you know, or like PDF file where you teach people how to start e-commerce and you have like a, a checklist of things. You could sell stuff like that. Oh, you, could wow. sell- okay. you could sell, um, checklists, um, you could create like an e-commerce spreadsheet of how to keep your finances together. There's people in there making a hundred grand a year, selling financial sheets for, for e-commerce stores, basically. And they have sheets that they sell of all types of things like inventory, how to keep track of inventory. That's a sheet that they sell for like $5 a download. And that because on Etsy, you could put your about me story on the bottom. That brings brand awareness. And on top of that, you could collect emails as well. So. When you connect your email in there as well, these are people that you could remarket to at a later time with your course because you know that they're targeted people. So anywhere that you could collect emails, that you could bring more brand awareness and it's relatively very cheap to start. It's only 20 cents per listing and you only get charged when you um, sell one or every four months you get charged another 20 cents. Why not?
1: Goodness me. Okay. Mm -hmm. So let Mm -hmm. me give you another scenario then because I'm just intrigued how your brain works and how you're adapting this platform to to help grow your business. So we have here um, in the UK a, 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 a beauty website. So we sell skincare products um, on that beauty website. So that's not a personalized product per se. So mm-hmm. what ideas would you have that I could exploit for, exploit's a wrong word, but do you know what I mean, that I could use um, to build, say, the beauty business on Etsy?
0: I think because you're in the skincare, you could probably either sell skincare items, like um stuff that you could do to take care of yourself mm-hmm. if, if you want to create tangible stuff. But if you don't want to create tangible, you just want to create something very minimal just to kind of drive traffic. What you could do is, because now with the COVID, this is really huge right now. I even have thought about it and I got to like tell myself, okay, Nancy, stay in your lane. You got too many <laughs> ideas. I swear, I'm always thinking of different things is a lot of people are into or it should be into right self care mm-hmm. so if you have a skin product like you do now what you could do essentially is create sheets for personal development um how to take care of yourself and kind of target those people that are looking for um taking care of themselves having a balanced life and that could potentially be a, an ideal customer for mm-hmm. you because you know if you're taking care of yourself and you you could create like planners of things that you should do every day to take care of yourself. And it should be one of them could be have a morning routine with your cream or something. Right. And you could kind of later on market to them again, your products. Yeah. Because you're marketing to women more than anything that want to self-care themselves. So you could kind of create something out of that, like a self-care, whether it's printables, you know, like planner sheets on how to like personal development, um, three things to do today to take your. your business to the next level, three things that you should do personal to take your bit to take yourself to the next level and stuff like that. And then that would you could put in your about me story, you know, we are all about self-care. We're all about um you being the best version of yourself. And and then you could link your website on there and then that just drives traffic back to your outside products as well. Because wow. you could link your website, your Instagram any uh, anything else on XE as well, they do allow you. So yeah. you could kind of cross promote. Wow.
1: Well, that's mm-hmm. fantastic. I mean, geez, <laughs> there's so <laughs> many good ideas there. Uh, we're going to go through them. And Nancy, after this call, you and I are going to have a conversation about how to, how to take this forward. Uh, but I'm aware of time. So we're just going to take a brief moment here to thank our sponsor. And we will be right back. Let me give a big shout out to one of our show sponsors, Curious Digital. You know what? I love its flexibility. It's such a great platform. You know how, when you start out, you might typically use an online platform because they're cheap, they're easy to use, super accessible, but you know what? They aren't that flexible. And as your business grows, you end up moving to an agency, right? because that's just what you do and at some point you're going to have this nightmare to deal with and it can be incredibly expensive and the thing for me that I love about KD is it will grow with you you can start out on the platform easily and as your business grows then KD will adapt with you now I don't know of any other platform that does all of that so if you're in the market for a new e-commerce platform make sure you follow the links from mattedmondson.com take advantage of the offers that they've got for you, and uh, let me know what you think. Well, I am, uh, I, yeah, I'm, I'm here. Uh, I'm going to bring Ashley Nancy straight back on screen. Here we go. We're back with Nancy. We're going to carry on this conversation um around Etsy and Pinterest now I the first part of this show we got into your story we got into the side hustle thing and just the fact that you are uh, a very inspiring person although whilst the commercial uh, commercial the sponsor video was playing I did think I think your niece needs to create a t-shirt which just says stay in your lane right
2: (laughs) Yes, I need one. Yeah, knew yeah, it.
1: and just wear that. Just wear that. That would be yes. fun. Um, so <laughs> I thought that would be a good thing to do. Now, we have um, – oh, here we go. Warren's just put here, Nancy Defo knows how to make cash from not shipping anything. Amazing ideas. So uh, Warren's getting some good value out of this.
2: <laughs> awesome. And I like I how he love- uses the
1: word Defo rather than definitely. It's very local <laughs> quoquial thing. Uh, thank you Warren, absolutely she does. And so Nancy, can we pick your brains now? So we've got these, you know, you've given us great of ideas for like my university son, my beauty business and my e-commerce courses. So <laughs> wide range of e-commerce businesses and how we can use Etsy. Now you said at the start that actually it's fairly straightforward to do something on Etsy. Um, mm-hmm. it's still quite simple, but it's a bit more complex in marketing. And so what I want to get into is Pinterest marketing specifically, because this is where um, people that we've not really had. I know a lot of people who are great at Facebook ads. I know a lot of people who are specialists in Google ads. I know very few people who are good at Pinterest. It's still quite new. So can we get into this?
0: Yes, we can. Of course,
1: absolutely. That's the right answer. Otherwise, <laughs> the show is very short.
0: <laughs> so, Pinterest, um, I, I absolutely, is the is my top platform. I, I'll tell you something to kind of not to brag, but to kind of just talk about. Ninety percent of my traffic comes from Pinterest, and Pinterest does what does does what my Instagram does not do. And I almost had seventy thousand on Instagram. What my Twitter doesn't do, and i'm I'm at a hundred thousand a hundred and twenty thousand wow. on Twitter what my <laughs> my email list don't lose and et cetera, but just to kind of throw some numbers and Pinterest, I think I have like eight thousand followers, not even so Pinterest is amazing um, I think the number one reason why is because it's a search engine, and a lot of other platforms, especially Instagram, I wanna like scream sometimes. Instagram is a platform and Facebook is a platform where you have to pay to play. You have to spend money in order to get seen. They restrict your scene. If you don't get so many clicks, people don't find your stuff. It's just, you know, it's all about engagement and the algorithm and they control everything. Versus on Pinterest, because it's a it's, um, a search engine platform, almost like YouTube, you don't really have to, p- to pay. You could drive traffic organically. All of my traffic is driven organically. I have played around with ads, but to be quite honest, I stopped them because it's just a waste of money for me. Uh-huh. I guess it's free traffic. Um, the only way that I will run an ad is maybe kind of like running for my courses or high ticket stuff, which I'm going to be trying for January. But Pinterest, all you need to do is, is be in a niche. So make sure that when you create an account, you have optimized your whole account for that particular niche. Make sure that you're doing SEO on Pinterest. It's very simple. Um, It's as simple as if you're typing in, let's say you're selling nursery prints Mm -hmm. on your, your Etsy store. To give you an example, you go to Pinterest on the search bar, you type in nursery prints and you get a whole bunch of keywords that people are typing in searching for that related keyword. And what you do is when you create a pin on Pinterest, you put a pin title, you put a keyword in there, you have your pin description, and then you will write a listing description of what you're selling and you will put on all those keywords that you found. You will plug them in,
1: in your description, in the description.
0: And then you put your URL of where you want to send that traffic to you send it. And that's it. And the great thing about Pinterest also is that when people either, if they search on Pinterest or they search on Google, your pictures appear on Google as well. So now you're driving traffic from Google and Pinterest. Instagram posts don't show up on Google. Facebook posts, they say some of them do, but I I never seen none of them on my account show up, but Pinterest does. Mm. So when you start doing that and you start creating um, all of these pins and you set them up um, automated, I use a, a tool called Tailwind and you set it up automated, you start driving traffic and it's on limited traffic, like over and over and over. It's just incredible. Wow. But that's kind of like the the, the most important part is just the SEO and niching down for sure.
1: So uh, Pinterest, definitely try it. You're getting a lot of traffic from that.
0: Yes.
1: Um, so if I go back to, uh, I'm just going to, let's just do a coaching session, right? So if okay. I want to, if I'm marketing, say my e-commerce course, could I do that on Pinterest?
0: Yes. Of course, yes, you can. You could you could do so much with e-commerce. You could send them to, let's say you do a live webinar, you could drive traffic there. If you have like an automated live webinar, mm-hmm. you could drive traffic to your evergreen funnel. You could drive traffic to maybe other content, that you, like a freebie. So you could grab their email and then promote them, right? Mm-hmm. That's another thing with Pinterest, you see results right away. I want to make sure I say that because it's so important. Like with Pinterest, if you put in the work, Within a week or two, you'll start seeing spikes. You're like, holy, like you'll start seeing it because it works that fast. You don't have to wait for months to get indexed or other things. Like it works fairly quickly if you're doing a fairly good job. But you could drive traffic. What I always recommend is always drive traffic to a landing page where you collect the email. Email is more important because you don't want to send them to your, let's say to your course page and then they leave, they bounce, right? Right. You want to grab their email because once you have their email, you could cross promote. This is what I do for my own business. You could cross promote. Hey, by the way, here's your freebie. And by the way, we are on Instagram. We are on YouTube. Is that you could start driving unlimited traffic back to any product or service. But what I always recommend is have somewhere where you collect emails. Mm -hmm. Because with an email, once you have that email, you could do so much with it. Like I said, cross promote other channels, other products that you have other platforms that you want to grow. That's how I grow my YouTube channel a lot. Um, you could, you know, send them emails about specials that you have. In addition to that, you could take it to another level once you have all those emails and create like lookalike audiences on Facebook, remarketing, et cetera. So the email is the most important thing, but you could drive traffic to pretty much anything.
1: So I would, so what you're saying is I should use Pinterest to drive traffic to like a, a landing page which gives people uh, free content, which they can download in exchange for their email address. And then I can cross-sell and upsell all the stuff that I do. So what kind of stuff would I need to put on Pinterest to generate that initial traffic?
0: Well, the first thing is you need to have an account that is niche down. So if you're about all about e-commerce, then when people look at your profile and they read your bio, it should give them the three W's, who you are, what you do, and why they should follow you mm-hmm. It should have your professional picture or your logo. If you're behind the brand, you, it, all your pins should be consistent with what you sell. You shouldn't have a pin about a puppy. If you're, you know, you should be repinning puppy stuff or other pins that are irrelevant to your business. Um, so you make sure that it's very niche. That's the important thing because that will make you look like an expert, especially in the beginning, if you're first starting out, mm-hmm. and it will give you, um, it will separate you amongst other Pinterest users that are not using the platform correctly. So that's the way to set. Which to I imagine kind of actually,
1: because Pinterest is um, I think it's all, in some respects a forgotten platform. Um,
0: mm-hmm. So I imagine yeah.
1: a lot of people aren't using it properly.
0: Oh no, because a lot of people have the misconception that Pinterest is just to save pretty things. You go there. To be find honest with you, that's exactly people. what I
1: would have said. My 13 year old daughter She loves like crochet and knitting and all that. Mm -hmm. I'm like, where did you get that idea? Oh, Pinterest.
0: Oh yeah. And essentially it is, but for a business owner, oh my God, you're missing out on so much opportunity. And you know, like when she repins stuff, now her audience see that pin. Mm -hmm. So keep that in mind. If you have one pin and 10 people repin it and every 10 people have a thousand people, now 10,000 people saw it Yeah. or reach 10,000 people. So that's essentially what's so great about Pinterest is all the resharing, it could go viral. Um, but the first step, like, like we just talked about niche down, the second step is you make sure that your pin is branded. It has your branding colors. It has your logo it, or your URL. If you don't have a logo, that's fine. Mm-hmm. In addition to that, um, if you're selling something like a digital product, make sure that the picture of whatever they're getting is in the image that makes it more tangible. Like they feel like they're actually gonna get a free PDF in their hand, Mm -hmm. even though they just downloaded that free PDF that shows them how to start e-commerce store, right? Like 10 steps on how to start. And then when you create, um, let's say you have one landing page and you don't have a lot of content, right? Like you don't have a lot of stuff. What you could do essentially is do 10 different pins, 10 different styles, 10 different titles, maybe put some with the actual offer on it. Maybe some don't have the offer. Some have call to actions like click to learn more, click to grab yours today, um, click to, uh, to download now, put those on the actual pin, make some video pins. Video pins are performing better than regular pins. I was about oh, to wow. do a YouTube, channel, a YouTube video today about it. I did two pins this week. One pin is just a regular static image. It says um, how to explode on Pinterest, something like that. The next pin is the same exact pin, the same title, the same keywords, the same description. All I did was I added confetti. It looks like little stars flying on top. That one got 3,000 views and like six shares in like three days. The other pin, I think, got 22 views. So right now, videos are in. Like, I don't know why, but video is like the number one thing you should be doing on Pinterest. Okay. I'm about to go crazy on videos on Pinterest now. <laughs> 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 I've been I'm going to follow you
1: on Pinterest because <laughs> seeing you go crazy would be quite fascinating. I'm, I'm not going to lie.
0: So video pins are in, so yep. make sure that, you know, test it out obviously so you could see it for yourself because I could tell you too, I'm blue, but until you have the experience with Pinterest, yeah. then that's when you're going to be like, Holy smoke. She was not lying. In January of last year, I was like really like full on and I was almost at 10 million impressions. Per month. Wow. And I'm like, what did I do? Because I started my course and everything else. And my husband, you know, um, with his health, I kind of like stopped using it as much, even though I'm out of pilot. I pin every day, regardless. But this year I'm gonna go crazy. I highly recommend that. Another thing I recommend for anyone listening is um three things. So branding, making sure your pins look great, making sure you do SEO. Another cool feature is a it's a company called Tailwind. Yeah, um uh, app. And they help you automate your pins. Like you could, you could bash out one day for two months. That's what I will recommend because that's going to save you more time. You'll have more time for your business and it's yeah. autopilot.
1: So that's Tailwind, Tailwind, Tailwind. app.
0: Yeah. Tailwind app, exactly. And they're approved by Pinterest. So you don't mm. have to worry about getting banned or anything. They are a proof company. Now, Tailwind has something really amazing. And I always, I want to just be as transparent as possible. It's called Tribes. It's a, it's an upgrade to tell when, so just to let you know, but it is worth the upgrade. Okay. This is how amazing it is. And you should use it as well, Matt. You could go in there. You could find, it's like almost like Facebook groups like that. You could find other Pinterest groups that talk about e-commerce or talk about jewelry or talk about t-shirts, whatever your niches, you join those groups and what's cool about those groups versus the free groups on Pinterest, this is way different than the free groups on Pinterest. This is tribe groups that I'm talking about. When you, I have a tribe group. When you, have a, when you join a tribe, they have rules. For every pin that you pin, you got to share someone else's pin. Mm-hmm. I have pinned stuff in there that has gotten, one of my pins, and I have to find it, has gotten over, I want to say 23 million shares.
1: Goodness me.
0: I'm using tribes. And that's when I was doing it all the time before I was using tribes all the time. And that's why I reached 10 million impressions per month because my content was getting seen a lot. And that's the cool thing about tribes is that if I pin 20 great pins and the tribe, I share 20 other people's pins and that's fine. You could share other people's content. Mm -hmm. It does help you as well grow your reach. And you put those in different boards. You won't put them in your products. But however, you share those pins. And once you have them in there, people will start resharing your pins. And the strategy that I use when I use tribes is on the left-hand side, you're going to see the top users and people that are constantly sharing stuff. And when you go to their website, you'll see all of them have 3 million views, 5 million views, 10 million views, because they use tribes on a consistent basis to drive traffic to podcasts e-commerce, affiliate marketing, their blog, their email list, exe, Shopify, it doesn't matter. You could drive traffic to anything with tribes and Pinterest. So essentially what you do is you find those people that that pin a lot and you start pinning their stuff in those groups. And then you build relationships with people. And you know, if I pin five of your pins, you'll pin five of mine. Mm-hmm. Because they're very active. You don't want to pin somebody's pin that they pin 10 months ago and they haven't showed up yet. because. Most likely they won't return the favor. You find those people that return the favor. And when you join a tribe, you're you're automatically, you have to share pins. If you don't, you get kicked out. So everybody's hold accountable. It is amazing. It would amplify your reach so much because like I said earlier, if you have like the, that person, if they they reshare your pin and they got 50,000 subscribers, that's 50,000 people that saw yeah. your pin from one reshare. Yeah. And if more people do that, then in one day you could have over a million views on one pin because of that. That's another trick that no one really knows about, or they see it, but they're like, oh, I don't want to upgrade. I don't want to spend more money. It probably doesn't work. It does work. Okay. It does work.
1: I'm sold. I'm sold. (laughs) So I'm going to go talk to our marketing team tomorrow. And I'm like, right, (laughs) let's have a, let's have a conversation. Um, Nancy, listen, I, I genuinely could talk to you about this all night and I'm, I'm aware of, uh, I'm aware of time uh, and time is upon us, but, um, how do you, I guess if you I guess my, my final question to bring it back to Etsy, is there a special way to link Etsy and Pinterest or is it the same as you would link, um, Pinterest, uh, link into your podcast or your, to your course or anything like that, or is there some kind of special source with Etsy? No, it's, it's,
0: it's. It's easier, but at the same time, it has um, its downfalls. So, for instance, if you have an Etsy store, you you don't need to really. You could go to Pinterest and claim your store, like just put in your URL. They let you, but you're not essentially claiming the store because you can't put the metadata on Etsy. They don't allow you to. So, but there's not that much you have to do once you share your pin from your store to Pinterest. It automatically pulls the information from your listing description. Um, so there's not essentially anything else you have to do, but I will say this, like for you, Matt, that you have like your own website, um, or anyone out there listening, that have their own website. If you want your, your, your website, excuse me, traffic to explode, there's a plug called, um, grow by media vine. So grow by media vine. They're amazing. I think I paid $34 a year to use it. Um the cool thing is when you create a blog post, let's say you create a blog post Matt about ten tips to start your own podcast. you create a um, you create a, a feature image on your blog, mm-hmm. and when people find your blog, if they find it interested, they might share it on Pinterest. The downside is that when you have a standard WordPress, when they share that image, it doesn't pull, it doesn't put SEO keywords in there. So when a person is sharing it, and they're putting it on their board, it saves it like empty. It just has the alt image name and that's it. Yeah. But for you to be found, right, on Pinterest, you need to have a title, a yeah. listing description that's full of SEO. So one way to explode your traffic, right? Especially because you're bringing traffic back to your store from Pinterest or excuse me, from Pinterest back to your blog. One way to explode it, that actually doesn't allow you to do it because obviously it's an e-commerce that belongs to someone else. But on your blog, if you have your own e-commerce store, yeah, what I recommend is downloading that plugin because in the plugin, every time you create an article, it's almost like the SEO joes for SEO. Like yeah. you go in and you type in your your keywords and all that. It's yeah. like that. You type in if this is shared on Facebook, this is what I wanted to say. If this pin or this feature is if feature image is shared on um, Twitter, I want to include this plus these hashtags, like three hashtags, let's say. If this is shared on Pinterest. Here's the title, here's the listing description full of keywords. And when people start sharing your content, it's already optimized for SEO, for mm. Pinterest. So what does that do? When they share it, more people find it. And then that's how you become viral. That's how you get vir- wow. viral pins and start driving tons. Because you don't want people to go to your website, share it, but it's not optimized right. Because yeah, they'll share it and maybe somebody might see it and that follows them, but it doesn't. It, it won't reach that viral that you want. Yeah, so that plugin is amazing. Okay, and
1: that's Growth really by Mediavine.
0: Media. Yes, uh huh. Grow by okay. Mediavine. Uh
1: huh. We shall have a look at that. And the links to that plugin and to Tailwind and all the other things that you've <laughs> mentioned, uh, will somehow extract from this uh, video and we will put them in the show notes, of course. So, uh, thank you for doing that. Listen, Nancy, before you go, how do people connect with you? How do they reach you? And actually um tell us about you've mentioned it a couple of times and i i and i'm I'm aware that we've just we have just scraped the top of the surface right i I appreciate okay. you can properly deep dive so if this has got if this has piqued your interest, as it has mine, you've got a course, like a brand new course, which does a proper deep dive on Etsy and Pinterest and Mm -hmm. Facebook. And I mean, you deep dive onto everything. You focus on Etsy and then you talk about the marketing side of things as well. Mm -hmm. So how do people find out about that? How do people connect with you? Mm -hmm. Go.
0: (laughs) So I have a, it's called the Arts Principle Etsy course, but it's more than an Arts Principle course. I essentially teach you how to start an Etsy store from scratch, how to find your niche, how to do niche uh, marketing, how to write your niche statement, how to create products, how to promote your products, how to grow your email list, how to do SEO on Etsy, and much more. And that's 45 videos, the six modules. In addition to that, you get a Facebook course that includes Facebook um, fan page, how to use that to capture leads on on, on a regular basis how to create a facebook group i've grown groups all the way to 100,000 so i have experience wow. my group right now has 40,000 members um how to create a, a really great fan page for your exe business in general how to use pinterest that's a whole entire course itself it's like 46 videos i believe Holy how to use, <laughs> how to use instagram that's another 22 videos um so it's a whole bunch of stuff an introduction to facebook and instagram ads if you want to learn how to do those as well i included that in there so Basically, essentially, what you're getting is a course that I teach you not only how to start a store, but how to scale it to the next level. Because wherever you sell, whether it's on Amazon or XC, you have to always keep in mind, yeah, they're great. They have a building traffic, and you and that's great in the beginning. But over time, you'll get stagnant, especially because there's so many people now, especially now, creating Etsy stores, discovering that they can make money online. Sure. So it's getting very saturated. So in order for you to become... An industry leader, become a brand, an authority in your niche, you got to learn how to market yourself outside of Etsy and use the Etsy traffic as pocket money, but then bring the big money from all these other different channels. And that's essentially what I teach you in the course. If you're interested in learning more information about me, what I do, everything is in my actual site. You just go to nancybadijo.com. And if you have any questions, um, you, you can actually shoot me an email from there as well. Um, anything that I mentioned here that maybe you had questions about and I'll be more mm-hmm. happy to answer them as well.
1: Awesome. So that's on your website, Nancy. I, I'm going to have to apologize because I've mispronounced your name at the start. I read it like a typical Englishman and I said your name is Nancy Badillo, but it's not. It's Nancy Badillo. Is that, did I pronounce no, that right?
0: I think it's because I'm Latina. So I'm saying Badillo. That's how you say it in Spanish. but you <laughs> said it right in English, I think it is Badillo. That's what everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Says, Nancy Badillo. It right.
1: No, it's Nancy yeah.
0: Badillo. Okay.
1: I need to work on my, uh, I need to work on my pronunciation and, and understanding of different languages. Uh, but that's Nancy yeah, Badillo. Yeah. It's B-A-D-I-L-L-O. And um, that's your, is that a com website? yes uh-huh mm-hmm. okay so uh head on over there connect with what nancy's doing check out her course um i know you're going to get tremendous value from it and of course if you've got any questions then do shoot nancy an email or she will get in touch with you no problem at all listen nancy it's been brilliant having you on the show <laughs> um no doubt we will have you on the show again just to you know see how things are going oh, in a few okay. months' time uh, which will be great. But for now, thank you so, so much. So appreciate it. And I've really, really enjoyed our conversation. Thank you.
0: It was my pleasure, Matt. Thank you for having me again. Bye, everyone.
1: Well, wasn't Nancy fantastic there? I hope you got a lot out of it. I am sure you did, because I definitely did. So a big thanks to my special guest, Nancy Badijo. Get the pronunciation right, Matt. Work on that. Such a great show. And you know what? Where my aim, Uh, wherever I I speak to a guest is just to find some real practical nuggets that I can use on my own e-commerce businesses. Well, I got that today. I really enjoyed figuring out what Nancy would do on my beauty business, on my podcast, on my e-commerce business, even for my son's university education. So what did you get out of it? Let me know, shoot me an email, uh, because, you know, we've all got some good stuff out of this. And if you did, I would totally appreciate it if you could rate this show uh, on iTunes or wherever you get the podcast even share it out to folks that you think will be find that would find it interesting we always love to connect with more people from around the world. As I said at the start, and as I said just a few minutes ago, uh, all of the notes, uh, the links and the transcript for today's show are going to be online, and you can access them for free at mattedmondson.com, so do check them out. Uh, All that's left for me to say is thanks for listening. Come back next time as we get to interview some more great guests just like Nancy uh, and figure out how to grow our own online business. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. And uh, wherever you are, uh, stay safe and we'll be back very, very soon. Bye for now. You've been listening to the e-commerce podcast with Matt Edmondson. Join us next time for more interviews, tips and tools for building your business online.